Hello and welcome to The Witch Source. I'm Whitney and here with me I have our co-host Courtney. Hi. And Phoenix Rose. Hello. So we are starting a series on the Claire senses to um, help everybody get a better understanding of what they are, how they work, um, because I feel like there's a lot of confusion around it um, and people are really unsure. So we're going to try to clear up some things and help you get a better understanding and give you our real life experiences. Um, sister, do you want to add a disclaimer? Okay. So disclaimer being that I am not well-versed in the Claire's. Um, I am learning along with everyone else. So any questions I ask are completely legitimate because, you know, I hear, you know, other people have being clairaudient, clairsentient, and, you know, all these, you know, all these different things. And, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand it, even though I've been practicing for over 20 years. So, you know, I'm just looking to learn more about this as well. <laughs> so there you have it. Um, I would like to add that you don't have to consider yourself a witch um, to have any of these abilities. But I think if you are a witch, um, you can use these uh, to just enhance your practice. Um, and I feel like, especially again, going back to breaking out into the mainstream Wicca, um, they actually, you know, encouraged developing these things as part of, um, a craft, even though again, none of us are Wiccan, they were just the forefront for opening us up to the world. So, which is in general, um, but they are, I think one of the, well, they have to be the, one of the main quote religions, I think that really do foster the growth and development. Um, I'm sure there's others out there, you know, but I think anymore, it's kind of rare that you can, you know, you, you can't really go to your church and be like, Hey, I'm, you know, hearing voices. So on that note, here we go. So <laughs> the clairs are the way we perceive and experience the metaphysical. Uh, they're a way of experiencing on a deeper level that uh, than the ordinary five senses. So the word clair is French for clear. And so what we mean by having the clairs is having a clearer insight and understanding um, than just what's on the surface um, or in reality that can be picked up with the main five senses. So since we are all spiritual beings in a physical body, we, you know, hopefully everyone here is blessed to have their basic five senses, but on a spiritual level, you have all of these senses already within your spiritual being. So they're there. Um, and anyone can develop these senses, um, to be able to use them more easily. And some people, I think just come over into, you know, this incarnation with some of these abilities already wide open and intact and ready to use. And I think for other people there, they've been turned off 
or maybe they were discouraged from having them or using them as a child. So you lost touch with them. So they kind of just went dormant, but you can work to open them back up and, and use them again. So on that note, um, I wanted to mention, we hear people talk about ESP and I want to just let people know that what that actually stands for is extra sensory perception. So it's, it's using your clairs. It's using that, those extra sensories through the clairs to perceive, you know, that which is there and exists beyond what the five main senses of your body can pick up. So that's what ESP actually means. So it's not tied to any specific Claire. It's just using the Claire's in general. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So anybody can, if, if you have experience with any of these, you can say you have ESP, but really everybody has it. You just got to learn to and work to turn them on. Well, I'm excited okay. to learn how to turn them on. So, yeah, yeah. And I want to give everybody, you know, exercises, tips and tricks and things to, to work on trying to turn these things on because everybody, everybody can do, everybody can do it. It's just, you know, how much effort and work are you willing to put into turning them back on? So this week we are starting this series with Claire audience and Claire audience means clear hearing and it is considered a receptive psychic ability because you are dependent on receiving information. So the actual definition for Claire audience is the psychic ability to hear or receive information and insight through auditory means and senses. So that's the actual definition in case anybody wanted to, to know that. Okay, so there's two forms of player audience. There is external and there are internal um, forms. And there's a lot of debate. Some people don't believe that the external form should be considered clear audience. Um, but then there are a good number of people who think it falls into this category. So we're going to talk about the external first. So external clear audience is physically hearing with your ears um, words entering through vibration of the energy, words entering the ear canal. So you're actually hearing with your actual ears um, things that other people maybe can't hear or that there is no explanation for. Well, I mean, that sounds like the definition of clear audience because hearing, clear hearing. Yes. And that would make sense if you are unfamiliar with the internal form of clear audience. So there is a distinct difference. So the external form that we're talking about, yes, you're hearing things um, that maybe other people aren't hearing, but you know you're hearing it with your physical ears. So examples are like, if you hear someone call your name, but there is nobody around, 
or you hear something being said. Um, and again, there's, there's nobody around, um, to, oh gosh, I totally just thought of a random example that I forgot about that just dropped in. So for example, I live in a apartment that, um, had something in it. And so I was home alone. I was laying on the couch and, um, I will admit that I was watching ghost hunters. <laughs> so that might've been my first mistake, but I'm just saying there are already weird vibes and energy in that apartment to begin with. So I, I, it was there. I didn't bring anything in. Um, but I was laying on the couch and I was watching ghost, uh, hunters and it went to a commercial, you know, and I'm just laying there and I heard like somebody in the room went Psst, at me and I froze. I literally froze and could not move. I was terrified. <laughs> and I was like thinking to myself, okay, I'm just going to totally ignore this. So the show comes back on and I'm watching the show. It goes on commercial again. And then this time I heard not just in the room, it sounded like their lips were right at my ear and went, And I was so scared. I yelled, what? Uh, because it freaked me out so bad. Like I yelled at the top of my lungs, what? And um, I never heard anything. So they never, like, they didn't say anything. They definitely got my attention, but I have no idea what they wanted. Um, but this was like really early on in um like really getting back into a magical practice and pretty low in experience at that point, um, compared to now, but that was definitely, I heard that and it was with my ears. So mm -hmm. other things might be like, if you hear music or voices, it almost sounds muffled or like it's underwater. Like you can't quite make out what somebody is saying or what the conversation is that's being had, but you know, you're hearing it. Rose, do you have any examples? Well, I was going to say like, there was one time I was doing the dishes and I heard somebody say hello behind me. So it's like, I turned around and I'm like, hello, <laughs> who's there? <laughs> like, is there more? <laughs> or sitting right. there watching TV. And it's like, you hear something and you know, it's not what you're watching. And it's like, what was that? <laughs> yeah. But and that's, I, that's a crazy thing. Like they just want to say hello and get your attention, but it's like, are you going to talk to me? And then, <laughs> right. Like, what, are, what are we doing now? <laughs> Is there more? Yeah. I think it's frustrating when you get just like bits and pieces and, and they don't, you know, I'm sure the thing that went in my ear was probably get like, just enjoying getting the, the fear reaction out of me and the energy that coursed through my body from that fear. Like it was probably enjoying that. Um, right. Exactly. Like I said, it never, it never said anything. It's like, it just really, it 
got off on, you know, freaking me out, which it right. did. And then it got evicted. So, <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't going to live with it. <laughs> it's like this thing's got to go <laughs> getting evicted. Um, I remember. So, as, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I remember as a child, like hearing the muffled conversations and knowing that everybody in the house is asleep and you know mm-hmm. that that can be pretty scary as a child mm-hmm. and that could, you know like you were saying earlier something that would you know maybe turn them senses off if you're scared enough as a child with something like that happening around you you definitely turn that sense off learn how right. to switch that right off <laughs> so but yeah I remember hearing muffled voices or thinking the tv was on or hearing footsteps up and down the hall or something yeah no one was there so I think a lot you know some of these things can be hooked to like hauntings and residual hauntings where um the residual hauntings are where it just keeps replaying so it's like the same little snippet in time um and energy that just keeps replaying itself but you know some people can hear that stuff and some people can't and so that's that's the external form of clairaudience so the internal form of clairaudience to hopefully clear some some of this up is psychically hearing information in your mind, much like having a song playing in your head. You know how you like have that song stuck in your head all day. Um, It's the most common form of clear audience, but you get the information in your mind. And the voice in your thoughts and mind, you know, what you hear, it may sound like your own voice, your own inner dialogue that you use, or it may sound like the voice of somebody else. Mm, That's okay. So that's the difference. You're not hearing anything with your ears physically. It all happens in your mind. So how do you know, differentiate between, is it me or is it the outside, you know, an outside source. Okay. So that's a great question. Um, and you definitely know the difference because you will know that what just came into your mind were not your thoughts. It was not your own thought. Um, it was not in line with what you were thinking. It was not in the same train of thought. Um, and it just, comes out of nowhere it's it's almost like go ahead I was gonna say it can also feel different too it can feel a certain way yes like you can it doesn't it's not you like you feel like okay this wasn't me it really feels like somebody just inserted words and thoughts into your head I'm sure that would be pretty, um, almost traumatic first go around for someone who isn't, you know, aware of what's going on. 
it, it can be, it really can be, it, it's, it's, it can really almost be disturbing. Um, you know, the first time that it happens. Um, but I feel like, you know, the people that I feel like are, would be listening to this podcast, I would hope that they would be able to say, okay, something is talking to me without getting like the terrified behind it, like knowing, oh, this is just my Claire audience turning on. I guess it all depends on what it's telling you. Well, this is true. This, this is true as well. So the messages and the information that can come in can come from a variety of sources. So it can come from your spirit guides. It can come from source, the divine God, goddess, um, whatever label you want to put there. It can come from uh, people who have uh, died and, and passed, crossed over. Um, it could also be, um, especially if you're working uh, and doing your magic, doing ritual, it could also be like the, um, the elements. Um, it could be angels if you're doing angel magic and really angels could pop in anytime. Um, it could be land spirit, land spirits or fairies. So there's a variety of, um, you know, places or people, I guess, sources that it could be coming from. And it would all depend on, you know, what they're saying, what the information is. Um, so sometimes it'll be like random answers to questions. So like maybe you are thinking about something and then all of a sudden like an answer drops in, but you know, you, you didn't have that. Like, you didn't think of that answer on your own. Um, and then it can be songs or lyrics um, that come into your mind. That's another way that, you know, the spirit world where will try to communicate um, and convey a message is through those songs that get stuck in your head. So I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but like, I know for me, like if I'm, you know, thinking, I have like a question, right. I've got something I've been thinking about and, you know, haven't really got an answer on. And then all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, I just get this song in my head, you know, and I just like, oh, okay. I don't know where that came from, but you know, then I'm just like singing the song all day. And then I realize the lyrics answer the question. Okay, that would that would be neat. That that would be nice. Right, but it's like okay, so like, do you ever do you ever get a song stuck in your head and you have no idea where it came from or how it got there because you haven't heard it? Oh, all day, all the time. <laughs> um, usually when I'm you know tired or delir that happened to me um, when I was in the NICU for that week with Tristan. Mm -hmm. for some, you know, I was supposed to be able to get some, you know, two hours of sleep in between feeding him, but being in the hospital, you know that that never happens. 
And so there was just this song on nonstop repeat, you know, I thought I was losing my mind and for the life of me, I can't remember what it was, but it was, Oh, you're killing us. You are killing me. I want to know what the song was. (laughs) It was whatever song was popular November, 2010. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm sorry. I want to say it was a Katy Perry song, but I you know, don't quote me on that. <laughs> Did you kiss a girl and like it? <sighs> no. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that cherry chapstick song. That, I'm, I'm not going to lie. That might have been it because, I mean, it was just, or no, it might have been pink. God, I don't know. But, I mean, I thought I thought I was losing my mind just because it wouldn't quit playing. I'm trying to sleep, and this song's just on loop in my head. Did you That's ever funny. just acknowledge it? <sighs> I think I was so delirious that I... I like just even acknowledging it just took too much effort too much effort <sighs> okay so actually you know you were probably yes delirious and depleted to the point that you became very open for your senses to be turned on and i could see yeah somebody dropping a song into your head um to try to convey some sort of message, but okay. So for anybody and everybody, like if you ever in future have a song that gets stuck in your head that you can't get rid of, acknowledge the song and like (laughs) actually think about it. Think about the lyrics. Think about if there is, you know, a message um, in that song for you. Don't pull at me. Right. Because I think once you, I, I, this has been true for me. Once I just acknowledge, oh, okay. This song is here. Why is it here? Right. Like I asked the question, why is it here? And then I get the answer. Like it clicks like, oh, okay. It totally makes sense. It answered my question or, you know, it gives me some kind of peace um, or, you know, anything like any anything like that can but once you just acknowledge it it'll leave your head well so that song left my head the minute you know once I got home and actually slept right well I wish we could know what it is if you ever think about what it is you've got to tell us and post it somewhere in the group or something I will (laughs) so like when our uncle butch passed um, and the family got crazy and he, he said, you know, before he passed, there's that country song, um, God is great. Beer is good. And people are crazy. And he was talking about that song shortly before he passed. And every time our family starts up drama and gets crazy, I will either hear that song on the radio or it'll get dropped into my head. And I'm like, okay, that's him saying 
don't sweat it. Don't worry about it. People are crazy. Let them do their crazy and walk away. Yeah. Our family, you got to do that. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, there are, there's messages sometimes to those songs. All right. So let's see, Rose, did you want to share any of your clear internal clear audience experiences? Yeah, I don't know if you want to go down that road. (laughs) (laughs) Where shall we start? No. (laughs) Um, Well, let's see. I had one. This is going to be a little bit on the the paranormal side of things. But I had a friend of mine come to me and tell me that she's she cuts firewood. And she tells me that she's not allowed on a property because she's hurting the trees. So I connected to her and all of a sudden I've got this picture in my head and I'm, I'm being told, get off my land, get off my land, leave us alone or there'll be more blood. And this was way, way before she started telling me about like people are getting hurt. She almost got crushed between a log and this and that. So like, I'm, I warned her, I'm like, you really need to make peace here and this he's very, very, very unhappy with you. (laughs) Right. So she asked permission after this and she didn't have any more bad luck per se. So that's one. (laughs) Okay. So let's like dive, let's dive into that one. So I know you said you got the picture um, and we'll talk about that next week, but what happened when you got the, um, the Claire audience message, what did it feel like? What did it sound like? Um, Oh goodness. Can you explain the feeling and, and what maybe try to give people a grasp or understanding? Well, I could definitely feel his anger. He was very upset about this. And it was like, I could, I could hear the anger in his voice even. And, um, it felt mad. (laughs) and it was kind of scary like he felt powerful like what he was threatening was gonna happen right so you actually heard his voice yes and you could tell that he was angry was he almost like shouting or yelling yeah that's a good way of putting it like very like not like screaming at me, but just like, you know, get off my land. Right. Very authoritative. Like the, uh, like on, uh, oh, what's the movie? Dennis the Menace. You know, the uh, Wilson, the angry neighbor, get off my property. There you go. <laughs> That's a good example of like really how it felt. Okay. So, to clear up so like sister this happened and she had a man's voice come into her head and insert himself into you know his voice into her mind and it wasn't her voice it was his voice Um, it wasn't her thoughts. It was what he was saying. Um, 
and it, it was, it was a different tone and it was a different voice from her own inner dialogue. So does that kind of make sense of like how you could understand that it's not the own, your own thoughts in your head is coming from somewhere else? Yeah. Have you ever had anything kind of like that happen? Not that I can think of. Not, not that I can think of. Okay. Fair enough. So I know, um, I think I've already talked about it um, on the, the goddess um, podcast episode, but you know, that when I was questioning, um, I think I was like late teens and I was questioning um, if there was a goddess and um, I woke up, I was staying, I had stayed the night with our mom and I'd woke up in the morning. Everybody in the house was still asleep. And I, I can't remember. I think she said, come here, but it was like a woman's voice in my head. As soon as I wake up saying, come here. Um, and so I just instinctively knew where she was telling me. And I think she had shown me I got like a flash of a vision, which again is another Claire. Um, but I went to where um, I had seen that I needed to go uh, in the office and mm-hmm. I just had this whole dialogue. So like I would just in my mind, ask her a question and in her voice, she would answer in my mind. So it's kind of like, and when she would answer, it was funny because the, the light would play through the trees, the sun rising, um, the light would play through the trees and it would like shine on my face every time that she was answering me. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was a really cool experience and it definitely, you know, answered my question on if there is a goddess, um, no doubt in my mind. Um, but it's kind of like, you know how like you replay conversations and scenarios in your head? Uh, all the time. Yes. Okay. So it's kind of like that, but if you take the visual away and you just hear the conversation in your head and you've got your voice and you can hear the other person's voice, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that. Only you're not running the, the, you're not running the show. (laughs) Like you're not the one you know, putting the words in the other person's mouth, they're doing it themselves, but it's all still in your head. I've got a great one for Courtney. Okay. Go off my experience. One day I was working on a spell. I don't remember what exactly it was right now. I wrote it down, but I was thinking, Oh, I need a spell for this. What do I need? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, and all of a sudden I hear this, and ooh, take some of that. And I was like, ooh, yeah. And then I could, and they're like, oh, well, put this words in it. And so it's like with your intuition, with your spell work and everything, those little drop-ins that you get, the little 
oh, grab this herb or ooh, take this um, candle ooh. instead could be a good example for you, Courtney, on your Claire audience. Okay, now not gonna lie, sister, do you remember when you were doing, was it the fertility spell? Yes. And it just, it, that did drop in. And I'm like, what was it? Coriander? I'm like, you need coriander for this spell. It was and something, I can't remember if it was that, but yeah, yeah. I was doing a, putting a spell together for a client and um, called you to collaborate. And yeah, you were like throwing these random things at me. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> But every time I throw random things at you, we go and we look it up and yes. you're like, yep, that's exactly right. So you were given, like giving me all these random ingredients and I did, I went and looked them up and they all were saying fertility and I'm like, holy crap. Okay. I'll go with it. Let's do it. Um, but it was like off the wall stuff that you would not even think about using. Yeah. <laughs> even have court I'm like what even is that because I don't even use it right right so what did it I mean, feel like when you were getting that information in your head I mean it didn't feel like anything it was just I don't I kind of don't think it I speak it Does so was it so was the thought of it before you spoke it just being inserted into your head? No, there wasn't even like the thought of it. It was, you know, oh, I need a nerve. I need a nerve. Coriander. And, you know, after I say coriander, I'm like, well, I don't even. Th then I'm wondering, I'm like, well, what is that? Well, well you know, I'm wondering, well, why would I even. Because every time I do that, every time we discuss a spell and every time I pull up an herb or an ingredient or something, I'm like, I don't know where that came from, but you know, it, <laughs> oh, you need something. I blurt it out. You need blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I don't know. If you were to ask me, well, why'd you come up with that? I'm like, I don't know. Where'd that come from? It just came out. So that might actually be one of uh, another Claire that we will get to later. Um, so if you didn't actually hear the word in your mind, um, then that might actually be another Claire sense. But good, I mean, good call to try to to go with that, Rose. I mean, that because it, it sounds like Rose, you are using the Claire audience for your example. But I, I, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like sister is not, I think she's using a different one. Darn um, I know, but that reminds me of like today, actually, I was over, um, at my sister's house and your daughter brought some stones to me and she was like, um, asked me questions about them. And she's like, I don't know what these are. And I can't remember uh, I can't remember the, uh, which one it was, but it was like a, one of the stones. I, she handed it to me and I held it and I heard the name in my head 
Uh-huh. But it's it's a stone that I'm not overly familiar with. Um, and I heard it like it it was told to me in my head. And I told so then I told her, I think it's this, but let's double check. So I pulled up my stone app and searched for it and I found it. Um, and it looked exactly like it. I mean, it was right. It was it. But I did. I actually heard it. And you're saying you're, you don't hear. It's just coming out. <laughs> it just blurts out. All right. Okay. Well, we tried. We tried to get you there. <laughs> okay. So talking about the internal clears. Um, so a sign that your clear audience ability is trying to wake up can be that high pitched ringing in your ear. So that can be a sign that the clear audience is waking up. Um, and on that note, I would like to mention that I've also heard the belief that that high pitched ringing in your ear um, is a sign that you are receiving a divine download of information. So it could be that it could be either one. We don't really know, but we were talking before the show and Rose brought up another um, thing to do with the ears is like the burning. So the old wives tell that I've always heard is like, if your ear, if you're burning, if your ears like burning inside um, that, that's somebody talking bad about you. See, and I've never heard that. I've always heard that if your ears are ringing, someone's talking about you. Okay, so yeah, me too. Okay, so I have okay, so when I heard this, the burning being that somebody's talking about you, and then I when I heard, you know, the high pitched ring being a digital download, um, or your clear audience ability trying to open up more. Um, I was a little confused because I was like, well, yeah, I've heard the high pitched ringing, but I don't know that I've ever had my ears burn. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what that, what that means. And I think it was like two days later, my ear, like inside, like I was rubbing the back of my ear because like inside my ear was burning. And I was like, oh, wow, I guess somebody really is talking some crap about me because I'd never really experienced that before to know the difference. I was unfamiliar with the burning ear sensation. Well, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I can't. That kind of sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> uh, watch what I say. <laughs> watch your mouth. <laughs> She's oh, figured it out. <laughs> so I don't know. You, we'll leave it people to form their own opinions, right? Like, do you ever, do you I ever think, really know when somebody's been talking bad about you? Like, really? Like, do you have your ear ring or or burn, and then like an hour later or the next day, you find out that somebody was really talking crap about you? Like, has it ever been confirmed? Okay, no. do you remember when we were shopping at Target the other day and I'm like, holy crap, my ear, I, you know, I was going deaf from the ringing in my ear. 
Yes. And it was a ringing. Yes. That was a ringing in my ear and it was driving me insane. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, I remember telling you that it's, uh, it could be your, your divine download or, <laughs> ah, and you just kind of looked at me like, I want to kill you. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, it, it really did, you know, it, I was going deaf in that one ear and then I, but then again, I also think that was the ear that was kind of causing my vertigo. Ah, oh no, it was just trying to turn on, on that one side. Maybe, maybe, maybe the vertigo has something to do with it. I don't know. Right. It's all speculation. You got to get that balance, you know? There you go. You got to get the balance. Exactly. That's the vertigo. Study. But no, I would really love to know. So if anybody out there listening has ever had the burning or the ringing, and then it's confirmed, you know, within the time frame that it could be in line with the ringing and burning that somebody was talking about you, I want to know. So send us an email, thewitchsource at gmail.com, because I want to know. I really do oh. want to know too. Well, okay. I was good. I squirreled for a moment. I, I squirrel all the dang time. Oh gosh, you do. Um, no. Okay. So the reason I had brought that up was, was because was that, <laughs> was that before or after we knew someone was talking bad about me? Oh, shut the front door. That's right. So was that before I think it was before we knew that somebody was talking some smack. Ooh. Yeah. And Rose, you know about that because we ended up calling you about it. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think it, it was probably around that same time. Yeah, that all that, that stuff was being said. Right. Now, so. if both ears were turned on, maybe you could have heard what was going on. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Well, you know, I, I usually rely on my sister for this, you know, I, I tried, I tried. You totally, <laughs> totally dropped the ball on that one. You know? I, did. I didn't tap in, you know, I didn't tune into your energy field and like, go check out that portal behind your ear. <laughs> I will do better next time. Oh, I should have had you scan me. I, you used to scan, you used to scan people. Yeah, I did use to scan people. I you used to have, have me scan you a lot. It'd be like, what's going on? Why what's why is this happening? I should have done that. I've been so good lately. That... Yeah. I didn't even think about it. That'd have been a good idea though, to see what was going on. So on a side note, uh, well, it's not really a side note, I think it's still related. So the the there are some thoughts that the Claire audience happens. Um that you are receiving the psychic information through the portals right behind your ears. So everybody has these energy centers all over their bodies and people are most familiar with the chakras. Um, but you can call it an energy center. You can call it a portal. You can call it whatever you want to call it. Anyway, you have them behind your ears and those are the ones that are um, connected to your Claire audience. Um, you also have one at the back of your neck, 
at the back of your head. So like opposite your third eye. And then I've also heard that, you know, people trying to send you a message, communicate, what have you, um, can tap into, um, like a backside portal to your crown chakra. So I don't know. You're taking the back door on you, huh? Right. Right. Well, that's how they plug in without, I think, you knowing. That's why I was going to say the same thing. What? Roses in my head. All right. So (laughs) that brings us right up to the next thing we're going to talk about. So um, anyway, portals here and there, take it or leave it. Um, I do advise everybody, you know, do your protection work before you go try to play with all of your clear senses um cover them sockets right exactly (laughs) protect yourself um so sister you just tapped into our next thing which is telepathy Uh, so yeah so telepathy is actually it falls under the clear audience um and yeah it does actually it's a form of clear audience so you do do this you do have this clear audience ability, um, whether you realize it or not. So um, it's also been called a thought transference. Oh, uh, we do that all the time. Exactly. So tr- telepathy can also call it thought transference. The actual definition is transferring or sending and receiving of thoughts and information from one person's mind to another's or spirit. Okay, so did I steal hers or did she steal mine? Okay, see, this to me is the is the question that me and Rooster cannot figure out. Anybody who's unfamiliar, Rooster is my fiance. <laughs> and baby daddy yeah no he did ask me to marry him so i guess technically he, we're, he's my fiance but we do this all the time as well and we have never been able to figure out who has the thought first mm. but i think sometimes i think with ours a lot of times it hits at the same time and then you're like shut up get out of my head I, well we literally just did that this weekend when you were over at my house we do that all the damn time. Right. So, and I think people that are close, it happens to them all the time anyways. Right. And I think it's because energies. Yeah. Yes. Like their energies are just so tuned on, turned on and like tuned into each other. See, oh my think, God, me and my best friend, we finish our sentences all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but really? <laughs> well, I kind of feel like, you know, they say twins have that a lot. And like, even though, you know, we're, we're definitely not twins. No. But I think that we are in tune enough that we're kind of on that same page, same wavelength. Oh yeah. I think that's why we do it more often, but I know Rose has done it to me too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I've been sorry. thinking something and you say it and I'm like, shut up. 
Get out of my head. I don't mean to. (laughs) I have no control. It just happens. Right. Exactly. So telepathy is considered a projective and receptive psychic ability. Okay. So their audience is considered receptive, right? Because you're receiving the information, but telepathy Mm -hmm. is a bit different because it is relying on projective and receptive. So somebody is projecting and somebody is receiving. So who's pitching and who's catching? Right. (laughs) That's the hard part to figure out. Now, I think, I think you could fine tune this um, ability and really turn it on. I think it would take a lot of practice, um, but where you can seriously hear each other in your head, where it's not just you're picking up the thoughts and speaking them out loud, but like where I really like can hear you in my head, projecting thoughts into my mind that are not my own and vice versa. And have like the legit conversation. (laughs) Sorry. I I have heard where uh, twins have that ability. I was literally just going to say that. I was like, that's that twin thing that you were talking about. (laughs) Yeah. So I've never actually thought about it. So like, I know sometimes I will send messages to Rooster when he's at work. Um, like call me or, you know, pick such and such up from the grocery store and he'll call me or he'll text me or he'll be like, Oh, I stopped by the store and I got this. And I'll be like, Oh, great. Thank you. I was just um, thinking about that. (laughs) So I know he's getting the messages that I sent him, but I've never actually asked him if he's hearing my voice in his head. Does that make sense? Or if it's just information. Yeah. We need this. We need this information now. Come on. Okay. So we can take the scientific approach to this and you could call me so that I can verify what you are saying and sending him. And then when he does it, you've got validation. Oh, okay. So use you as like the, the referee keeping everybody honest. Yep. I love the scientific process. Well, this, the scientific process is great. It's actually wonderful when you're practicing magic as well. Um, I don't think it gets enough credit. Right. <laughs> okay. So a lot of times, again, just some side notes I had on this. People do this unknowingly. They'll pick up other people's thoughts. Um, and of course, how well depends on how well you're open to receiving and how well somebody is at projecting. But you can also run across those people that you cannot read their minds because they are psychically shielded. Oh, now you're just getting into, you know, the one movie that I don't know if we've got, you know, rights. Can we, can we say movies? I mean, it's just the name, movie. right? We're not stealing the credit for anything. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, now, now we're just getting into Twilight, Bella. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even oh, think right. about that. <laughs> exactly. I did her not think about shield. that. Hey, though, 
that's, that's we gotta legit. Find one of them and have them. We got to find one that we get to walk like that and get them bit by a vampire and see what happens. <laughs> but for real, though, that's it's a thing. Like, people can block you out completely. Well, like, I mean, we know that our mother can block people. Uh-huh. She throws up brick walls, you know, that can't be torn down. This is very true. Oh, and again, she hides shit. (laughs) And she keeps it locked away very well. There is no breaking through. Even when she's pushing you to break through. Nope. Okay, so I want to mention, though, because when people are doing this telepathy or, you know, knowingly or unknowingly picking up people's thoughts again, it, this is not ESP. Okay. So just throwing that out there as a reminder, you're like, get out of my head, quit using your ESP. That's like it. Telepathy is not necessarily ESP. ESP is all of your clear senses. Um, Just a, to clear that up just a little bit. Um, oh, I do have a great example of this though. So I almost wonder if drinking doesn't turn all of your clear senses on high. Oh, that's always fun. <laughs> right. So we were, I was at a, um, a garage party, if you want to call it at our dad's house in the, in the basement garage. And we're all, you know, just drinking, talking, having a nice time, nothing crazy. And, um, the guy sitting next to me, um, I can't say his name because I don't have permission to say his name, but anyway, we have known this blonde headed kid our like basically our whole lives and went on many vacations with their families. Um, anyway, he was talking about this dog that he wanted and he was like, Oh, you know, I've always wanted this really big dog. And out of nowhere, I just blurt, you do not want a bull mastiff. And I literally freaked him out so bad. He scooted his chair away from me like two inches. Okay. So I dropped my phone, but I was going to totally say, oh, I know who you're talking about. (laughs) Yes, you do. I know I am. You do know him. And I freaked him out so bad. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I will totally get out of your head. But to, to my defense, I didn't, I literally did not know I was in his head. I don't know. He must've just had projected that really strong. And I just picked it up and blurted it out. And I would like to know what you have against bull mastiffs because Lola was the best damn dog ever. I don't know. It just felt like it wasn't the right thing for him. He didn't need that. They do eat a lot. And they are I, I, I had been drinking. I don't really remember. I just remember the feeling of he really did not need that dog. It was not the right dog for him. I do think, I do agree with you though. I do think that um, usage of substances that can lower inhibitions, yeah. I'm being very broad. <laughs> <laughs> Can, can definitely, you know, allow greater flow. (laughs) Well, and I think that's, yes, probably why you see 
um, many people um, do combine, you know, different substances um, when they're doing magic and ritual. Um, and it does. For some people, it works great. For other people, they don't like to, they don't like to mix the two. So I'm just saying that don't play Scrabble with me. Oh, Lord. (sighs) But yes, they do. Substances, um, you know, psychedelics, uh, marijuana, drugs, you know, alcohol, all of it does affect um, not only your main five senses, but I do think that they also affect your extra senses, all of your clear senses as well. I think it, it can have an effect. And I think, go ahead. Okay. Well, you know, I'm just like really lost right now because Courtney's over there. Like don't play Scrabble with me. So I'm like, is this while she's on substances or is this just in general? Oh no! Well, on <laughs> substances. Well, on substances. Well, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> Courtney still has an outside job, so Courtney just says substances. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, like know. whatever. You know, I'll never admit to anything. But <laughs> deny, deny, deny. No, if she's if she's been you know drinking, don't play Scrabble with her. <laughs> but. I I think that, I think that that has to do with, um, it gets you out of your own way. Yes. Yes. I would agree with that. Okay. So I guess I should just start doing the podcast drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there are some podcasts out there that that's what they do. (laughs) That one that I introduced you to. Okay, let's do a plug because I absolutely love them. They're great. It's, and that's uh, why we drink. And, that, and, that, and that's why we drink. <laughs> they, they do um, murder mystery. They, they, it's a two-part uh, you know, uh, show. So they talk about a paranormal, sh- uh, a paranormal event, but then they also talk about a murder mystery. And they drink wine while they do it. Now, one of the ladies doesn't drink. So I think she drinks either coffee or tea or something. But the other one, she's like, nope, I got a big old glass of wine right here. And it may be the bottle because this one's bad. (laughs) That would be fun. We might do a couple episodes like that. Right. Uncensored. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do one of those live. (laughs) I don't know if we should do that live. Uh, Why not? Take questions, have some fun. <laughs> oh boy. And if, right. so out the mystery word, and if people figure out the mystery word, we do a shot. Oh yeah. Oh, now that's a good idea. That would be oh. fun. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, back to the Claire's back to the no, I, I really do like that idea. Um, okay. <laughs> So I wanted to bring up and, and maybe think on, so we have our five senses in our physical body, but as spiritual beings, we have the extra clear senses to sense stuff, you know, beyond the physical body. Mm -hmm. So when we leave the physical body, and return to spirit form 
Now you're just getting deep. Right? Do, does the spirit form hang on to and use their clear senses? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Right? I, I think so. And, okay, this might freak some people out, but. And they're backwards. To what? They're backwards. Instead of hearing, they can talk. Instead of feeling, they can touch. Instead, I was of thinking the seeing, same thing. They can make you see them. Sucking your energy out. You know, all the fun stuff. So in reverse. Yeah. If you're hearing commotion, my dog currently has the zoomies. <laughs> okay, so... That's a pretty interesting thought, actually. I've never thought about it that way. I was going to get to the little bit of a creepier version where they read your thoughts. No, they plant your thoughts. They plant, they plant thoughts? There you go. Well, they do plant thoughts in your head, but I also think they can read your thoughts because what do we do? We ask the question in our minds. Right. right. So like when we have mediumship experiences and they come in and they're talking, you don't reply to them out loud. At least I don't. Well, you can, I don't, but I don't, you can, you can reply okay. and ask them questions out loud. I don't, I basically carry on the dialogue in my head and then, you know, give the information, you know, to whoever is receiving it, you know, I'll say that out loud. I so, definitely learned not to do it out loud because it made my kids look at me funny. <laughs> right, exactly. So sometimes it's just not kosher to like have the dialogue. You speaking yeah, out loud and getting all these answers in your head. So you switch to, you have this whole dialogue inside your mind. Um, and this is how mediums work. Like it's legit. Yes, it sounds, you know, batshit crazy, but that's it's what it is. So, but they are reading your thoughts because you're responding to them and asking questions within your thoughts. Okay. So that would be like when mom's saying she's talking to Butch. Yes. Type of telepathy. Right. They're using their own like telepathy and, you know, yeah. Sending start. They're reading your mind on the other side. And actually sister, since you brought that up, that was going to be my example. So like when Butch came through, um, me to talk to mom and, you know, I, I could feel him around me and it was his voice in my head. Um, and it was definitely him. And he was, I guess, giving her information and answering questions that she had been having um, uh-huh. since past, but it didn't really like all like click for me and come full circle until he said to me, cause he would say, he was saying it to me as if he was speaking directly to her. So then I would have to say, he says, yada, 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 and like translate it. Right. You know, cause like, if he said, um, 
just for an example, like I drove a blue truck, I would say he's saying he drove a blue truck. You know, I have to take the I that he is using and turn it into he when I'm telling somebody what they're saying. So you kind of have to switch the verbiage up. Um, but I didn't fully click with all of this that they read your mind until I heard him say to me, I love you too. Um, so then I said, um, he just said he loves you too. And she just lost it and started crying. And I was like, did you think to him, I love you? Because she didn't say it out loud. Right. So she just thought, I love you to him. And he replied, I love you too, through me. So they definitely read your thoughts. I just don't know how often they read your thoughts. <laughs> like your thoughts are not very private. I think everybody mm. lives in this like little happy place of their minds are private places and nobody knows what they, what they're thinking or doing. Um, but I don't really think that's true. I think, I think your thoughts are actually pretty wide open a lot more often than not. Any well, thoughts on that? <laughs> I'm just thinking of thoughts that I've had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And thoughts you have about people who have crossed over and now can hear them. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> so when people cross over, you know, whether you loved them or you hated them, you know, if you're cussing them in your head after they're gone, they're hearing it. Well, in some instances, good. <laughs> needed to hear it well it was like I was talking to my aunt Donna the other day and we got onto the subject of you know her mother which is my grandmother and so my grandmother I felt her and I told her in my head we weren't very close and I told her in my head that I didn't want to hear from her so instead she started telling me things to tell to my aunt Donna I was like all right well I'll go ahead and pass that on for you. <laughs> oh, so you told her you didn't want to talk to her, but so she was like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to tell you some other stuff then. Right. Like I'm moving pictures in her house to be spiteful and I stand <laughs> at her bed and oh, dreams and I'm like, you're great. So I'm like telling my aunt Donna this and she's like, yep, nope, that's definitely her. <laughs> Are you serious? Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's terrible. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> well, did you tell her you can help her like make that stuff go away? Is she going to be nasty like that? Mm. Well, I mean, some people oh, may deserve nastiness. Oh, well, this is true. Oh, That's a no. episode that we're going to do at a later date and time. <laughs> All right. All right, so hopefully we've given people a lot to think about and hopefully they have a little bit um, better idea of what Claire audience is and the difference between the external and internal. Um, and we touched on telepathy, so that's fun. <laughs> um, 
Okay. So I wanted to give, um, give you an exercise to try and you guys can do this. Um, well, the, the listeners out there to, um, if you're not familiar with Claire audience, if you've never had it happen to you before, um, and you, you think you want to try to turn it on again, it, like my sister said, it could be a little disturbing to, you know, the first time when your thought, literally what you are thinking is cut off and stopped and you are starting to be told things by a a voice that is (laughs) different than your own, though. I would like to know it can sometimes be in your own voice, um, the information that you receive, but, you know, hearing somebody else's voice telling you things, um, within your head, it, it can be a little bit disturbing the first time. Um, and I think a lot of times people get there, there is that fine line, right. With the mental health. So I think we should touch on that. So like, if you are hearing voices and, um, you feel like that is not right, please go talk to somebody about that and get, get help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're telling you to do bad things, don't do it. Exactly. So this again goes back to, you know, protecting yourself and, you know, being, being smart, right? Like don't go dabbling in stuff you don't know, because you can pick up some really nasty spirits out there that, that just want somebody to talk to. So if you're ever like getting anything of, you know, again, like, like my sister said, telling you to hurt yourself or somebody else. Um, no, <laughs> don't. You can also come across, um, spirits that want to talk dirty to you. Um, you can run across spirits that want to cuss you. Um, so that's where you just want to shield, protect yourself, um, and, and tell them to leave and go away and leave you alone. Um, and I do, I do think that some of these people out here in the world that have some mental health issues, um, really severely. I, I think that they do have, you know, a lot of their clear senses turned on and they don't know how to turn it off and they don't know how they don't know what it is. And they've probably collected quite a few, um, spirit followers. Um, and, and they don't know what to do. They don't, they don't know right? Like they're, they're really struggling and that's why they, you know, get, try to get some help. So please know there is a big difference, um, you know, between, you know, having an issue and having a mediumship or clairaudience experience or telepathy experience. Um, so I just want to put that out there. (laughs) If you need help, please go get it. No judgment. at all it's like go get the help so it's either your clear audience or you're just cray cray oh right right you know and <laughs> and there's help for that <laughs> okay so some things an exercise you can try just to get yourself a little bit familiar with what it may sound like um you can take a phrase so it can be any phrase it can be um you know I am beautiful, or it can be one of your affirmations, you know, I love you. I love myself or it doesn't I'm matter. Just crazy. think of, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Though I don't think that would be a good one to use for this exercise. Sure. 
(laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you pick a phrase and you just want to say it in your head um, to yourself like 10 times, right? And, And that's what you sound like. You you should already be pretty familiar with your own inner dialogue and what you sound like. Um, but then you want to try changing it up. So try yelling the phrase within your mind, you know, and then try it. Um, try saying the phrase in your mind um, very quietly, like a whisper. Um, try saying the phrase in your mind with a foreign accent. Um any of that because that's what you could hear. So like Phoenix Rose gave the example of the man yelling and she knew he was angry and he was shouting in her head as well. So if you want to try to get an understanding of what that might sound like, try yelling, you know, your phrase in your head. Um, some people come through as a whisper, um, you know, you have children that might come through, um, and you know, they might have a small, quiet voice. Um, there's lots of things, but if you just practice different ways of hearing things in your head, you're going to not only get familiar with your own voice, um, so that when it does start happening, you know, the difference, but it'll also help you pick up on, um, any of the nuances that, you know, might come through, Um, so again, the volume, the tone, the pitch, the cadence accents, you know, how they say things, um, all of that can come through in different forms. Um, and you, you can hear it that way in your mind when you're getting these, um, answers or information. So, um, did anyone else do that as she was saying to do it? Oh, did you do it? Yeah. I mean, when, when you say to do it in your mind, (laughs) totally did it. (laughs) I I did it. Okay. So you have a better idea of what to expect. So like, if you have somebody start yelling in your head at you, you're like, all right, this is totally a clear audience experience. Mm -hmm. Okay. So clear audience. (laughs) Right. Well, that's the whole thing. Like they'll give you information or answers, or then like you can run across those people at that just, you know, there are spirits out there that just want to talk dirty to people. <laughs> and, really fun. Well, yeah. And that, you know, for somebody new starting out, like I could totally see them thinking, oh my God, I've gone crazy. Um, you know, well, that one lady <laughs> that did marry, that one lady did marry that pirate ghost. Sure. She did. I don't think it lasted though. Oh my God. What are you talking about? He was seeing other pirates. (laughs) No, there, there was this one lady that was like, no, I'm in love with this ghost pirate and we're totally getting married. And so she did. Was she a a medium? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) No, that was, you know, one of those that should have probably got the help professional help, you know? Right. One of those is going, I'm not cray cray. I'm not cray cray. And the other one goes, oh, yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm just saying it didn't last. They wound up getting divorced. Oh, wow. She found out about his girlfriend, you know. (laughs) 
So I mean, he's been dead forever. Don't found to be a few of them. Just because they say nice, naughty words to you, does don't not listen. mean <laughs> they're definitely going to cheat. Oh my gosh, is that a real thing though? Like legit, yes, it can be googled. Is. Yes. Yes. Oh yes, my yes, gosh, where have I been? I had no idea about this. You surely I am not the only person. I'm sure there's going to be other listeners that are like, okay, I, I don't, I've never heard of this either. At least I hope. I hope I'm not the only one. Uh, Googling now. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right. So when Claire audience happens, it typically does happen unexpectedly and it is kind of uncontrolled. Like the, the thoughts just come in, they're interjected um, into your own mind. Um, and you just know that they're not your own thoughts, words, or thinking. So that's just like a final thing to be able to distinguish. Um, I do say unexpectedly, but if you are using it as part of, you know, asking questions or doing rituals or, you know, depending on what your level of experience with it is, it might not be unexpected because you're asking a question and expecting to get an answer. <laughs> um, okay. So just give that a try. And then for the telepathy, you can practice sending and receiving thoughts, um, with a friend or partner that's willing to try. Um, I would start with like keeping the thoughts very simple, you know, doing like a small things, like you don't want to like try to send them a whole paragraph. Right. Um, my just something color is <laughs> right. Right. But with that, I would say, try not to put the images with it though. Mm. Just the not the right. Not, not the images. Not the images. Cause like when you have the actual telepathy, the images aren't there. You just are hearing each other. Do you see the difference? Like when like this the weekend, when it, whatever it was that you said, like you said exactly what was in my mind and you said it out loud, but you didn't have a vision with it. I'm sending you a word. No. No, that wasn't. Is, it. is that the word? Are you telling me? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was squirrel because I'm squirreling back to the pirate lady. It was oh, Amanda, Large, Amanda Large Teague says she married and divorced a Haitian pirate. It's in the Washington Post. Yeah. And they oh did a gosh. whole like um, episode on it somewhere. You can watch the whole thing where she got married and leading up to it and why she's wanting to do it. And, all kinds of weird things. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. Well, thank you. Cause I had no idea that was an actual thing. Yep. We don't lie and to you. <laughs> and she's not the only one that's had a relationship with a ghost. Oh my gosh. Totally. We do, we do not advise that at all. At least I don't. It could be fun. You know, who knows whatever you're into. Are you kinky like that? You like go for it. I'm I'm into the living for one. <laughs> Have you ever tried the dead? <laughs> no, Have and I don't called, want to. Have I you tried spirit yet? <laughs> I, I believe that's called necromancy, and we don't go there. <laughs> well, you know that would be with well, you know, who knows? But you know, have you tried spirit? <laughs> you know. If you try, no, spirit, you might never go back. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of that one, that movie. Uh, it's got the Waynes brothers in it. Um, 
and it's a spoof on all the scary movies. I don't know. Anyways, the guy, that's the one where the guy's like, you know, he's got the tiny hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is my strong hand. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one where they were making fun of like Charlie's Angels and, um, Oh, there was so many of the haunting. Um, there was quite scream. a couple of them. They were, yeah, they were they, they made them a scream. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. I know she's trying to run through all these practices and you know. No, no, I'm done. I'm I'm out of practice. Yeah, right. In that I I just movie, don't watch enough the movies. one ship got raped by a ghost and she like quite enjoyed it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, big boy. Oh my that's gosh. Why I brought that up because <laughs> she tried spirit and then she was like, you know, smoking <laughs> afterwards. And she's like, you know, wanting this relationship. He's like, oh, I'm getting the hell out of here. He freaking he runs out of the room. Oh. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> good times, good times. This is why you're friends with us. <laughs> yeah i definitely don't watch enough movies apparently and that's been like out forever yeah well yeah. you know like in one of these little groups that i was in i was looking through and somebody actually asked is it cheating to have a relationship with a non-human um entity oh my and gosh like, what kind of weird question is that are you like are you into demons or like, you know, what's your kink? <laughs> I don't think people realize how dangerous stuff like that can be. <laughs> or maybe they do and they just like it. Oh my gosh. They're going to end up in a mental hospital. They're going to end up in a padded room. And we're going back to twilight and the whole, you know, now you're talking about crap. What's her name? Alice. Alice, the one that had that could get visions of the future, that did spend some time in a padded room. Yep. Well, she started out in an asylum. asylum. Yep. That's where she was turned into a vampire. And you know the one guy that they killed in the first um, movie. Mm -hmm. He actually wanted Alice, and so she was she was changed and then protected. And then I think um, Carlisle came along and got her. Or she found him or something. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. But yeah, she started. That's where she was put because she could see the future. And so her parents thought that she was crazy. So they locked her up in in the institution. And then a vampire came along and changed her and then hid her because James wanted her. Okay, so this this brings up a good um, little subject topic to throw in here. You know, as parents, we could have our children, you know, start showing signs of these different clairsenses. And I think even if you don't have these clairsenses yourself, um, just gaining the knowledge and being aware in case as a parent, your child comes to you and you know, starts saying things or um, describing certain things that are happening, 
you can, before you rush to, you know, have them medicated, um, try to see, you know, are they just using their, their spiritual senses? Cause like Rose, you said you had some experiences with this as a child. Oh yeah. I mean, how did your family react? Um, my mother bound me. Oh, well, this, that's, that's just true. We haven't discussed all that. <laughs> that, well, that is you know, and, um, I didn't get to turn mine off. Mine were turned <laughs> off for me. Right. Right. And they weren't turned off very well. Right. Um, that makes me think you remember when my oldest daughter was young. Oh, you might not remember. She had an imaginary friend named Jada. Jada. Yeah. She had an imaginary friend named Jada and Jada was dying all the damn time. Oh, wow. Typically she was getting hit by cars, but I'm like, I don't know, you know, if this is something here, I mean, but I didn't judge. I would listen and, you know, it was, you know, eventually she quit talking about it. Right. But, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, oh, you don't need to talk. And it was okay. You know, I didn't foster it, but I didn't not foster it. I didn't shut her down. Right. And she just kind of turned herself off. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's what happens a lot of times because I think it either like becomes scary or your parents can start looking at you like you're crazy cakes and you, you figure out, okay, that doesn't get me a good reaction. Um, you know, from mommy or daddy, when I tell them about these things going on, um, so they stop. Um, but yeah, I think actually having all this information and having a better understanding of it to be able to ask good questions, um, you know, if your child starts showing some of these signs, I mean, I know my daughter's about to be two. Um, I mean, she's not even talking yet, but no, I think that it just brought up to mind, like, you know, how many children or teens do end up, you know, in a, in a mental, mental institution or, you know, put on medications when, when really they need a different type of help. Right. Right. And, you know, not necessarily saying anything bad about medicine or any of that. You know, I'm not advocating, don't take your kid to the doctor. I'm just saying, maybe look at all options um, and stay open-minded to, you know, all the different kinds of help. Right. Um, that may be out there that can, you know, be used simultaneously to, to help, you know, even so, um, anyway, so on that, that's, that's all I had. So hopefully everybody enjoys this episode, um, and feels like they got a little bit of an understanding or better idea. Um, when you do have these thoughts interrupt, if it's not just like a, an, an answer to your question, you can ask questions um, and have that, that little bit of a dialogue to get more information um, if you're willing to try it and it's not freaking you out that the experience is even happening. Um, I know a lot of times, like in my meditations, 
um, I will connect with um, spirit, source, goddess, and and I do. I get a lot of information um, through my Claire audience, and normally I get like a really long to do list of stuff to do. But anyway, um, <laughs> like so, it can become a normal everyday thing that is beneficial for you. Um, you know, if you try to foster it and understand it more. One last thing, if you're interested on any uh, books or things to read, some of the uh, resources that I have used and authors that I have um, read, I will share with you. Um, Some good books you can find are by Deborah Lynn Katz. Um, I've also pulled some information from some of Devin Hunter, um, some of his books, and Matt Aaron. He actually just came out with Psychic Witch, a book. Uh, well, he didn't just come out. I guess it's been a couple of years, but it's, it's been pretty good so far. I've, I've actually enjoyed it. Um, some of it, I'm like, eh, not, not my cup of tea, but some of it was really interesting. So anyway, those are some suggestions for authors. You can check their books out if you are so inclined to do so, or you can just keep listening to our podcast and get the information via here. It's always a good thing it's what I have all, all of my learning experience, education and research rolled up right here in your podcast. I'm a, just a wing in it. <laughs> <laughs> my research came from myself. Well, yeah, you've got a lot of the, of the experience just in general and pretty frequently. <laughs> <laughs> So sister, not knowing a whole lot about Claire's, what's your takeaway? Do you feel like this was beneficial? I do think that it was beneficial. I think I learned a lot and I think, you know, I'll learn more as we go on because you said that you thought that some of the things I experienced are other senses. Yes. Yes. So yeah, I'm excited when we get to that to see, and then just taking like an inventory of your strengths and your strengths and your weaknesses where the clear senses, you know, are concerned and just see where are you better, where are you a little bit weaker and take it at that. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to do anything to change that, but then you just at least know. And I, you know, everyone gets to learn along with us as you know, or they, they, they get to learn with me. They learn about what <laughs> and <things> me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, you guys. So final things, please, please, please um, leave us a review on the podcast if you're enjoying it, because that helps us out. Um, recommend us, share us, tell your friends. Um, please join us on Facebook. You can just search um, for The Witch Source. Um, I think we have all the links actually uh, with the podcast information, but please follow us on Instagram, um, subscribe on YouTube, because that would really help a lot. Um, And if you're on Facebook, we would love for you to join the group, the Witch Source Society, and talk to us there. We'd love to hear what your experiences are, any questions you have, um, if you want to talk some more on the subject, you know, put out there what's going on, what's happening to you and 
you know, maybe we can say, oh yeah, that sounds like your clear audience is, is working great, you know, or maybe it's something else. So it's a great place to just learn, ask questions, share, and talk to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Join you guys. And if you have any other um, questions, concerns, uh, please, 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 you can email us to uh, thewitchsource at gmail.com. I've been getting your emails about the podcast and I absolutely love them. I'm glad that they are helping you guys. Um, it's the whole reason that we're doing it and helping you on your path and just making you feel like you're not so crazy. I think that was what one of the emails said. So uh, you're definitely not. We're all here in this, this crazy paranormal psychic world together. So spiritual world as well. So, all right, you guys, we'll be back uh, next week with clairvoyance. So that should be fun. Yay. All right. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. Enjoy. Bye. Bye.